Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Are You Screening podcast. I am your host, AreYouScreening.com's own Mark Eastman. And with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And uh, I don't know. We'll see if this works. Who, kn- who knows if this even works? We'll this find out when we're done. Like we used to, yeah. like we used to do a lot of times, right? Uh, then we'd find out nothing was working. We lost a couple shows. That, that hurt, but uh, we learned. So, yeah, so we're live. And uh, if you're not listening to this live, then... Obviously, it will eventually be a podcast, but it's yeah. been a while since we were live, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the thing just to. Yeah, I don't know if that works. Or Who not. knows? Uh, yeah, I don't. We get all the. I don't, re- I don't really know what's uh, yeah. what's happening or not because this is the first time we're using like this live system, right? And I, you know, I have no idea. There is a chat open right now, and yeah. uh, theoretically, you could call in. I don't know how you do that, actually, <laughs> except that you go to the page. There might be a number uh, right there. there. There should be a, a thing to call in right there. But, um, you know, on the other live system we used to do, it would, like, tell you the phone number, yeah. like, at the thing. Who knows? But there is a way to call in, and we'll see if anyone gets in the chat or the live has any interest at all. Who knows? But so this, this week, it's the uh, big, gigantic... Uh, best of the decade list and that was <laughs> this is big for yeah. whatever reason uh it struck me that that was an interesting thing to do live yeah uh to test out the live system as opposed to just uh, picking a random week that we're reviewing a random movie or whatever right if we're gonna uh try this anyway might as well be for something different right sure something unique so uh, we've been talking about this for a couple weeks, and uh, w- one of the things that's funny, I have a bunch of stuff that I have to say about the decade and the <laughs> lists and the whole thing. Yeah, I, I ran into all kinds of stuff before we even get to the list, but the first thing I want to say is I'm kind of bummed at how doing this worked out. Why would you do I, it? I spent like hours doing this, right? Yeah. And uh, the first thing, because we said over and over, right, it's we're not just going to take our best of the year lists and right. say, here's the number one of that. Right. So blah, blah, blah. Right. So when I started doing this, the very first thing I did uh, was just look at other lists of the decade and of years. Right. So I didn't want to get I didn't want to get locked in by looking at mine. Right. First. Right. Right. So I just looked at what everyone else in the universe thought was the best of the decade. And then also I went back and looked at different years, like uh, maybe there'd be some things on, you know, the 2010 best list of someone that I would have even forgotten or whatever. So anyway, I'm looking at all these lists and uh, and then I just went through uh, the releases like I, I went through the release date by year yeah like every movie that came out and i just looked at every (laughs) every movie that came out for a decade right yeah and and basically my theory of doing that was if i scroll past all these titles really fast right right and you don't jump out at me right and that that, says then you weren't that great right right? uh you know whatever um and so, so i did all that then i went back and like i listened to our old shows i looked at you know, our lists and everything. And then after I did all that, then I just got 
down this rabbit hole of looking at everybody's best of the decade list. So I've looked at like everybody's best of the decade list yeah. that you can find, right? Um, I, I mean, I I Googled it. I Googled it different ways. I went pages and pages and pages <laughs> down. Like, sure. I got like, you know, Bob and Hoboken's list. Right? Yeah, I looked right. at everybody's list. So, uh, so then, you know, a bunch of information comes out. So then uh, as I'm ordering all my list, right? Yeah. I got, uh, so I got down to 155 movies, <laughs> right? Yeah. And That's I ha- pretty good. I have ultimately made that uh, into a hundred movies God. that actually have an order, but the order is so meaningless, right? Okay. Especially after you get to a certain place, it's like what? 58 and right? 73 are no different. Right. If yeah. you, if you don't email <laughs> me and say you have to flip those two, yeah. right? Because I'll say fine. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. Uh, so anyway, uh, so as I got it down to the list, then at a certain point of the list, right? Yeah. I said, you know what I got to do now, right? I got to take all of these titles and I got to put them by year, right? Yeah. And then I got to order the years, right? right? So so I'm basically starting completely over without yeah. even looking at my own year list. Yep. Because what if I have uh what if I have a movie in 2013? That's like the number three and the number mm-hmm. five. And somehow I accidentally have them mixed up in the overall list. That will make no sense. Yep. Right. Right. So I got stuck doing the hat. And I mean, it's just hours and hours and hours yeah. and hours. Right. <clears throat> so I found out some, some, Look, we got a phone call. Look at some that. really awesome things. Uh, we do. Should we take it? Uh, let's, I mean, that's what we're here. I think it'll be, it, it'll be interesting just we'll to see, see if, if we I can, actually if we hear can this. Do this. Yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but hello. I uh, we think you're on the air. Can you hear us? Hello. Hey. Oh. Ah, but there you are. Oddly enough, not in our headphones. Right. That's okay. <laughs> uh, how you doing? Did you have a question or comment about the best movies of the decade? No. No. No, but I want to to thank you all of you because I I hear you every day. So, thank you. All righty then. Well, thanks for calling. Yeah, thanks for calling. In. At least that's a good that's a good test. It uh, it works. All right. So uh, hopefully uh, everything is working. I I guess that's a certain kind of confirmation. Yeah. That. There's something to hear yeah, out there, right? That's great. The world. Uh, okay, so going through all of these movies. So here are like the interesting, crazy stuff that I've come up with, right? Okay. The The first thing, the, the thing that jumped out at me the most is movies that I can't believe are on people's lists, right? Oh, okay. See, you. And, yeah, I've got lists of lists because well, I made lists too. Because, so, because yeah. that... That jumps out at me, right? Yeah, because sure. I'm like, what are you talking about, right? And we, I should say anyway, who knows about you? Um, but over the decade, right, there are a lot of movies on a lot of people's decade lists that aren't even on, in my 155, right? Yeah, because mine goes both ways. I don't like Boyhood, right? Right. So it's right. that's that. Zero Dark Thirty kept showing up. Exactly. Yeah. Zero Dark Thirty's on a lot. Yeah, I didn't like that movie, right? So right. anyway. But the two, but I won't really like 
you know, destroy anyone over Zero Dark Thirty, right? I mean, some people like it. There's a few things I don't I'll really get it, for, right? Not many, yeah. But on a lot of people's best of the decade list, okay. Magic Mike XXL, oh, yeah. yeah, and Spring Breakers. I saw Spring Breakers, and everywhere. you people are right. dead to me. Right. Yeah, <laughs> everyone who put that on their list, either of those movies. Dude, see another movie. Yeah. Right? right. I mean, if you're making a best of the decade list and you can't come up with something that was a better movie than Magic Mike XXL, you have to see more movies. You, you I never saw this one movie. Or get help. Did you somewhere. see? I know you saw it because you've seen more films than I did over the decade anyway, but you see more each year. I skipped it because I thought it looked bad. I kept seeing Paddington 2 everywhere on on lists uh, that weren't top oh, 100 yeah. oh, i yeah, saw yeah. it in the top 20 right it was usually around 13 to 18 but it wasn't the worst of there yeah. it wasn't the lowest but it wasn't the highest but it came close to breaking top 10 for several people and i i looked at it one of the and things that like, was interesting what are you talking about i found a bunch of films that i've missed right right i found a few films that i forgot you know that i just didn't even check out and there were some films now that i know this year that i'm going to try to catch up on and I'm looking at Paddington 2 and I'm wondering, God, is this is this one of them? Do I right, have right. to see this? So do you you remember it? Oh yeah, yeah. Do you remember it being I mean, you know, like you were just saying, listworthy is so subjective. Somebody thinks Magic Mike is absolutely um worthy. Yeah, it might at actually that say point, this. At but that Paddington point, that's two, not actually you saw this too, right? Because you automatically uh, knew so, what I was saying. Yeah, Paddington 2 is is what actually it's with Paddington too. It's actually pretty good. It's good, right? Okay. It's not. I mean, for me, I mean, I missed it. <laughs> for me, it's not having a, a chance really of being on it's the not top best 60. of the decade. Okay, right? right. But for some people, but if I was making a long enough list of best of that year, yeah, it might not take too long for that okay. to get on because okay. it is. It, it's it's a, solid. It's a pretty cool Paddington too. And plus, out. it's got lots of people in it. Yeah, right. That are it, it, awesome. Yeah, okay, right. So and. I don't know. It's funny because the first Paddington, I was like, all right, fine. I mean, yeah, my kids will like this. Right. It was, you know, very, very average. Right. And then the second one, it, it really is pretty good. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so best of the best of the decade, those movies that were crazy. Then the other thing that <laughs> jumped out at me, yeah. obviously, right? Is all the movies that were completely forgotten, right? Right. Yes. And the the craziest part of it all is that apparently the best way, or one of the best ways at least, mm -hmm. to not get on best of the decade list win best picture. Right. I'm like, 100%, what is going 100%. on? Percent. And not that I'm going to throw every best picture winner on my list. No, either, but a couple made right? it. A couple made it. But okay. Of all the lists, right? <laughs> Among Oscar winners, right? Argo, no one's list. I didn't yeah, see that. I didn't any, see it on anybody's list. list. The King's Speech, some couple, some couple, lists. but not as much as you would think, right? Right. Uh, especially because everyone was crazy for that movie. Yeah, right? when it came out. Um, the artist, yeah, I didn't see that on anyone's list yeah. unless it was like list of a hundred. Or yeah, you know, the list of hundred like had some weird, like ones. really long, really really long list, right? Yeah. Birdman, Spotlight, right. The Shape right. of Water, and Green Book, 
right? That's, I didn't see Green Book. That's seven winners right. out of 10 years yeah. that are on really, you know, hardly anyone's yeah. list. I hardly yeah. saw those at all. <laughs> then you got, among other movies that stood out for me as yeah. not making it on a lot of people's lists, um, a lot of them uh, Oscar nominees, mm-hmm. a lot of them movies that people thought should win, yeah. you know, whatever. So I got uh, The Theory of Everything, mm-hmm. Hidden Figures, Manchester by the Sea, Black Swan, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, Brooklyn, Crazy Rich Asians, Darkest Hour, Inside Out, La La Land, and Vice. Yeah. I saw all those movies I hardly saw at all. Yeah. And people were like crazy for Vice. Yeah. Everybody loved La La Land. Yeah. That had like, I mean, it's not that long ago. It's not, you know, when it's the 2010 movies, you sure. might think, uh, you okay. know, people have forgotten people but not from 2017. People have forgotten or like there are movies when I'm, when I was doing the list, there are movies that I'm just like, <sighs> uh, you know, I just don't know anymore. <laughs> okay. So, and then still before we get onto the list, but anyway, the thing that I was disappointed about, I think I lost track of even talking about this was, you know, I did all this work on this list, shuffling movies up and down the yeah. spreadsheet, you know, for hours and hours. And then it kind of ended up, it's mostly like ones and twos or, yeah. are all, it's, it's are all the things in the top 20, right? I was like, ah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> and I don't want to be that guy who just goes, ah, just look at my best of the year list and you'll know. Right. But that's that's almost what it is. Mine's, mine's going to be either interesting or disgusting for you. Oh, God. It, it's not terribly far off from certain things, but I did it. I did it again. I scrapped it. I started over again. And like you, I was looking at a few lists, which led to more lists. And then, because I was afraid I was going to miss something, when we did the worst, um, this stuck with me. I couldn't believe that I forgot one of the films that I hated all year. Oh, it, right, it was right, on right. your list. It was like number three. It was Us. And I forgot it. Right. I didn't write it down because I hated it. Because it's super early in and the I year. And I forgot it. Right. So I thought, okay, this would be the wrong time to be in the, you know, making our lists. And then suddenly you forget the greatest movie ever, you know? And I'm like, all right. So I started looking at the release dates like you suggested. Right. And I started making the same list. I started writing down films quickly, like, okay, these would never make my top 10, but this might be notable. And that list grew and grew. And then I started subjecting them by year. Cause I'm like, okay, cause I'm going to be curious, a small quick inside thing here. I don't have any movie on my top 20 from the year 2011. Not yeah. one. There were a couple that almost made it. They're like 23 and 24. Cause I made a list of 50 right. and then had to start killing things left and right. Right. But all that aside, the quickest side note before we dive into anything is when I was looking over a few, there's a small handful of films that I feel like I've softened on. Like I was real hard on them. Oh, yeah. yeah. And looking back on them, because this is strangely nostalgic, A Ghost Story, yeah, The Babadook, Interstellar, Ex Machina, Drive, The Cabin in the Woods, World War Z, Bridge of Spies, which I know you still hate, The Revenant. Beauty and the Beast, which I know you love, and Bad Times at the El Royale were the ones that stuck out where I was looking at them, and I'm like, you know what? Actually, I've softened a bit on every single one of those, and I was hard for one reason or another, but going through them, 
you know, there's no films from 2011 and there's only one film from 2017 that made my list. Everything else is kind of in and around it. Right. But the two best films from 2011 that I could not fit in to the top 20 were Moneyball, which I really liked, and The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, which I loved. But I could not look at that list and be like, is that better than number 20? And I'm like, it right. is, but only because I want it to be. Right. But because because I'm trying to get it so in. So the list that I made is the list for last night. And I revised it again last night. And then I left yeah, it right, alone. Right. I left it alone because I keep I keep tinkering with it. The core of it is still the same. But the bottom, the bottom like 13, I feel like are always fluid and moving. And like sometimes of the, of the 20? Of the 20. And See, I feel my, like my, I feel like my 20 is totally locked. Now, is it really? You like, move, I you can't. move down a little. Mine is like really. You everywhere. move down a little bit more, and I'm like, because what I, what I did, especially when I, I had 155 movies, yeah. right? So as I'm going through that, I kept doing this whole, is that in the top hundred? And then I'd go, is that in the top 50? fifty? Right. And then I'd be, you know, then I'd go above fifty, and I'd go, now wait, does that really deserve yeah. to be in the top fifty? And then you know, things would like slide around and slide around. But man, the top twenty was like the top twenty, See, early and that. easy mine's, for me. Mine's not that. It, the last thing I'll say as a bit of a guide is, when I was doing the list, I found out that what I was really trying to factor in were two ideas. One was the overall experience that I had. So even though something might be a list maker, which I saw on everyone's list, like Twelve Years a Slave, right the overall experience of that film though i can recognize that it might have been high on my list if not the highest on my list that year or how original was it and i don't mean just for the sake of originality but just you know i might actually think that looper is a better list maker right. than 12 years of slave i've seen a lot of 12 years of slave films see, i don't see many loopers see, you know so, it's interesting you say 12 years of slave because there are two movies that are not in my list and in fact are not anywhere on my on giant it, list right that really stand out and they're 12 years a slave and moonlight right because same both of those movies that's funny. afterwards looking back on them i'm like yeah i mean they're okay. they're awesome they're solid films but, yeah but they don't do a thing but, for me i don't uh, think they, about them they I've really never, don't yeah i never pontificated on it i never pondered i never thought beyond the end of the story at, what are they doing at no point was it Nothing. on was it on like hbo and i said you right. know what i need to watch I'll that check again. that out like nope there's there's <laughs> no thing when i'm bored and i'm waiting for the to cool or the photos to upload or anything do i think i'll kill a minute and watch a scene on youtube right right so there are those things my list and it's not a defense of it it's just an explanation that i came about it thinking did i think about the movie at all ever right and if i right. did and i thought about it a lot then it climbed if i didn't it got pushed off but also like what was the experience overall there's some films in my top five which i don't think are on there's a couple that I, I didn't see on anyone's list that I was like, gave me an incredible experience. Right. And I never stopped thinking about it. Right. That to me makes a list. So, and, you, anyway. and you know, I had, you know, looking back, especially if you go to like, uh, 2010, 2011, you know, maybe 2012 or whatever. And, and I'm looking back at movies and I go, Oh, I remember when I first saw that yeah. and it was awesome. And right. I was like 11, yeah. and I, you know, whatever. And I loved it. <laughs> right. Yeah. But now I'm like, yeah. Eh, it was I okay. mean, it was good. Yeah, it was, it was fine good. enough. Anyway, yeah. Okay, so the before we actually start saying things, the other one thing that I just wanted to uh, throw out, just to give people an idea or yeah. whatever. Um, but also, I got to say, 
Uh, if you like movie critics, and I don't know why you're listening to the show if you don't like movies and Accident. or movie critics, right? Yeah, right. Um, man, go look at their best of the decade list. Go find their best of the decade and, you know, to a lesser extent, their best of the year. But, mm -hmm. uh, you know, best of the years get really similar and stuff. But yeah. if they have like a best of the decade or even like best of the last five years or any kind of list like that, yeah, man, can you get to know people, yeah, you right? Yeah, you, totally. I, I mean, you got to, I feel like if you have movie critics that you read, yeah, you know, it it's hard to just go, eh, here's a movie. I want to know something about it. I'm going to find a movie critic. And then now that's your movie critic, but you don't know. And, and you, they may write great and you may read it and go, Hey, you know, uh, this, you know, whatever, this is a great review or something. Right. But then all of a sudden you go look at like the movies they think are like the 50 greatest of the decade. Right. And you're like, who the hell yeah, is this right, person? Right. right. Like, right. so anyway, Moonlight's number uh, one, get out is number but, two, you know? Uh, yeah, man, get Forget out, that. get out was on. It was everywhere. And it was top five in new people's lists left and right. Right. So, uh, so here's two things. Um, like you were saying, there's like these rules about being on your list and everything. Yeah. Right. And so my own personal rule, and then I just have like these stats, but my mm -hmm. own personal rule is that the last two years, it's really hard to get on. So any movie that came out in yeah. the last two years, I was like really hard on that movie. Yeah. If, yeah. it, if it was trying to be on my list, I was like, eh, you know, because if I'm comparing that to a movie in 2012, right? right. And I've got a movie in 2012 that I'm like, nope, that movie still is awesome. Right. right. And there's a movie that came out like five months ago. Right. Obviously, you know, you're I'm still like, honeymooning. I'm like, eh, yeah. you know, so that's solid. So it's just kind of harder to be on the list if you're newer. So, yeah, uh, I've got two like sets of numbers that I just think are cool. Okay. And what it turns out is that the best three years are mm -hmm. 2014, 2017, and 2010. Because okay. when my list was 155 movies, yeah. those years had way more movies, mm -hmm. right? And uh, 2013 was close behind. But yep. like 2014, there were 21 movies. 2017, there were 20. 2010, mm -hmm. there were 19. And there, and 2013, there were 18. 2018, like 2018 only had 12. 2019 only had yeah. eight, like ever. Because like I said, I'm trying to be like harder on those movies. Right. But those years were trying desperately to have lots of things, right? Yeah. And the worst year uh, is 2015. And the next worst year is 2011. Uh, 2015 only had ever 12 movies. Wow. And 2011 only ever had 13 movies, right? So once I got it down to a hundred, right? Yeah, they all, to a certain extent, kind of evened out. Uh, right? this is a, be a little, a little bit. I mean, they're they're at least much closer. There's not like big gaps because there's only a hundred movies. Yeah, no, so I know. there's only right. you know whatever, but. <laughs> Uh, then it turns out, right. 2010 had 13, 2014 had 12. Right. And those two are like leading and basically everything else has like 11, nine, yeah, right. you know, right. wherever, somewhere around there. And 2018 and 2019 both only have seven. So yeah. that, that has okay. nothing to do yeah. with the top 20, right. But over the hundred, but, but that's whittling. Yeah. That's getting it there. Huh? But it was, yeah, that's it, interesting. It was kind of funny. And there were a lot, a lot of those movies in those years that have really big ones. Yeah. They were movies that I was just like, Oh, come on. I really want it right. to be, you know, right. like 
it's not <laughs> it's not the best movie it's not any number of the best movie of the decade but i like really, I really wanted want it to, to be you know? yeah anyway well that's interesting because 13 14 and 15 are the majority of my list <laughs> 13 yeah oh no 13 yeah 13 because you but said 15, 15 and 14 15 is the one 15 had 15 had the most 15 had the most when it when i, I get know, to 20 man. that's crazy when i get to 20 15 had the most all right that's weird that is weird. But I'm telling you, my list, you're not going to, I don't think you're going to like the majority of my list. No. Nah, but I didn't make it for you. That sounds good. All right. Uh, <laughs> that now, sounds good. we need to have uh, like a Uh-oh. audio effect just because I want to hear, hear what happened. All right. So we're going to jump into the list. <laughs> All right. Let's go. Uh, theoretically. Uh, this is going to be fun. Yeah. I don't know. This could go either way, right? Uh, I, I mean, I hate uh, on my the, list. On the one it. hand, on the one hand, you might say a movie and then we'll just go, ugh. And yeah. then we'll move on. Well, right? I mean, or, we're, if, if we're going to do a show within an hour, I mean, we got 35 minutes. There's not going to be a long thing, but I'm sure there'll be something yeah. as we go along. But uh, so also because, you know, my list is boring. Like I said, I think my list is kind of boring, but I love it. But, uh, you know, I'm fine with my list and I love yeah. all the movies. And I just think it's so weird that we got uh, all of this hype that i was trying to give about it not being just number one movies of every year and then it is that just goes to show i'd rather do a show of like the bottom 50 like 50 to 100 and i had a lot how do (laughs) i could do the worst that that would be like a crazy show yeah all right so let's like uh just jump in all right right. uh i guess we'll just do kind of the same kind of back and forth craziness that we usually do for okay i mean we might as well I, i don't know we could just go one after the other or whatever but anyway uh so i'll get out so 20 my uh 20 movie of decade which uh was kind of a surprising thing in a way because i predicted right uh, going into this list like just you know thoughts popping into your head i would have thought this would have been higher i would have thought Okay. I would I thought list, that this would have gone on um and it's a 2010 movie. Okay. Um but ultimately when I'm ordering things right it turns out that it's like my number 3 2010 movie. Inception. <laughs> no. Oh. The Artist. Oh, okay. Which uh interesting i love yeah and it's another one of those movies right like everybody loved that movie that yeah. movie was like yeah that everywhere movie, that movie was the shit our list is going to be very different now everyone's forgotten about yeah. that movie that movie's right. not showing up on anybody's list no one talks about it no one says even i mean seriously like i looked at a lot of lists that were up to 50 mm-hmm. and i'm like and it wasn't popping in much you don't have the artist yeah i'm like are you working on the different decade where 2010 <laughs> right. doesn't count right, or know. whatever? I like people ask it... me about that too. And I'm like, <laughs> right. it's 2010 to 2019. They're like, no. And I'm like, look, <laughs> yes, it is. that's the way that this is going. It's uh, our show. I you make your own up. show. And... Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. We're skipping 2012 too, by the way. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. That would be cool. Uh, yeah. 2014 doesn't count. Before <laughs> I jump into mine, as long as you're done with the artist. Oh, sure. Did you have any sense because I had one regret. Did you have any sense when you made your list and you don't like lists enough anyway, so it might not even cross your mind to seriously consider it. But did you look over your list when you thought you were done and said, <clears throat> my favorite director is or isn't on this list. My genre of like, I didn't have hypothetically like a horror film on my list. There's gotta be one somewhere. No, did you, you didn't really. consider those. I did. 
and in a weird way though i <clears throat> though i wanted to move things because some of my favorite artists weren't represented there at all and i thought that's weird in a decade there should be something from them but when i held it up to things they didn't make it there's one genre that i didn't fit in there and i tried real hard and i thought i could easily make room but i thought i was cheap so, right all right uh 20 for me is toy story 3 oh wow and what got me thinking about this was when i was looking at the list and i thought am i going to have an animated film on my list right is pixar or something going to be in here somewhere and I said, yeah, right. You know, and, and, you know, I'm not going to defend or promote so Toy Story I have, too much. I, I had Toy Story 3. So, so I think, um, as we're going through the list, um, oh, okay. So first of all, uh, cause when you were talking, I, I just want to make clear, uh, and uh, just shout this out. I'm going to put up on, uh, are you screening, right? Yeah. Are you screening.com? I'm going to put up my total list. The 150? So it's going to be 155. Yeah, I want to see this. Those movies, right, are not going to be ordered. Right, it's just way, a, right? Yeah, That's right. just like the years, honorable right. mentions yep. or whatever. The top 100, I have an order. Cool, I want and, to see this. And I will have that. And as I always say, like, you know, don't get on me about the order. I yeah, mean, right. I think Who we cares? said this already. <laughs> At some point, yeah. uh, the order doesn't matter. If you want to tell me, like we, we were just saying, if, yeah. you, if you want to tell me, you know, 37 should be like, 48 yeah, fine fine skip emailing me skip, you win yeah, yeah. move it around <laughs> you're right that's fine <laughs> okay um because at some point it's insanity right yeah uh but the one thing that you too. made me think of i didn't really have any regrets or or that sort of thing and this is only looking at the top 100 and not like the top 20 or mm -hmm. whatever but in my top 100 the one thing that did stand out to me uh, is that Kristen Stewart is on my list an amazing amount of times. Like I, I would not See, have, I'm looking for patterns. That, yeah. That's not the person I would pick and right. go, who's going to be on this list a lot? Right. Kristen Stewart. If what? you started saying Chris, I'd think Christian Bale. <laughs> right. That guy's in right. everything. Right. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay. Um, um, but um, I, I will say just, it, you know, it, we ought to respond to each other a, a little, little bit, bit to sure. our list or whatever. Sure. Um, I have in my top hundred right yeah i have a lot of animated movies pixar and things and around. not toy story three yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Just, I would i just was not on board with that the way ev everyone loved that movie yeah. right it's just it's like zero dark 30, it just landed or whatever yeah. it's just it, it did do it for me <clears throat> but uh but everybody loved that movie and it's on like a lot of lists and for me uh at best i thought there were other movies yeah. that i liked better yeah for sure so anyway so that's your 20 that was that was number 20 and that came out in 2010 and like you i actually if i scroll back i have my entire list that i weeded everything out from with the year two and it's funny to look over that stuff um especially because we're doing the list now but all right 19 2014 is john wick and 19 my number 19 cool. film i i love john wick i thought it did I thought it did an incredible amount of stuff for the genre and just stylistically. And if it just wasn't so much damn fun, you know, as far as thinking about right, it, like, I just right. need an action film on my list. And I didn't, I didn't make my list that way. But when I looked back on it, I went, John, the only thing that I thought was funny, there were two omissions on my list real quick that are a sidestep. It's um, Jack Reacher had a weird place oh, yeah, yeah. for a while. And, and I thought, what is, what is better than Jack Reacher if I'm thinking in genres? And again, I, I started a list and then erased the whole thing because I was doing it by <laughs> genre. I'm like, there's got to be two horror, right, right. two sci-fi, two action, <clears throat> excuse me, two historical drama, et cetera. Jack Reacher just missed. And 
what beat him was I feel like this is a bracket of movie fighting, right, right, you know, and right. John Wick got him. The other thing, which is like a side note is the Robert Redford film, All is Lost, was on my list for a while uh, and isn't yeah, anymore. Yeah. Right, right. And All is Lost was like 20? Like, in the in the top 20, he's not on there. Like he okay. was on a bigger list okay. of like, you know, and I'm like, I'm looking back sure. over my list. But just thinking about John Wick for a second and thinking Jack Reacher, that was on anybody's lists. Right. I eventually saw John Wick on a few people's lists. So that made me feel a little better. I don't care. I made the list for me too, but right. I still like looking back on that film. I had a blast with that. Right. So anyway, that's my 19. Yeah. So, um, so John Wick is not on my top 20, <laughs> yeah. um, but in probably the top 50, it's probably not yeah. too far away. That's fun. Right? I yeah. really loved it. Jack Reacher was within my top hundred for a really long it's time. It's so weirdly for good. For a really yeah. long time. Um, and then it, it got pushed to the, it, it just gets it's left. in the 155 or whatever but yeah. man i that is a movie that really i kept arguing with myself because i'm like but i could watch it every day me too <laughs> so i'm like What's how could how could it not be yeah, one of the in, best. in the top 100 anyway uh okay so that's your uh 2019 or that's your that's 19, 20 and 19 19 20 right. and 19 yeah right uh my 19 is margaret yeah i saw that on the <clears> which show. is um that's cool Anna Paquin, and nobody saw it except for people who put it on their list. Right. <laughs> like yep. that's, uh, no one saw it but movie critics. And I'm pretty sure it's like 2011. I think so. Uh, that sounds right. And it is a really weird yeah. movie in the sense that it is, it is just like such a hardcore like character study yeah. of this person. And uh, you know, that movie just, you know, like you were saying about, uh, like, I look at the movie and go, I never thought about it, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And this is a movie, this movie is from so long ago. And every once in a while, I'm damned if I don't think, think about, about it. it. Like, yeah, I right. think about like what happened in that movie and the stuff and just her insane performance. Yeah. Right. That's a movie that over the last decade really pisses me off that she did not get anything win right. or get any attention paid to her, her at all if we'd have had like you know I, actually i don't think i saw this movie yeah in 2011 or whatever because no. i'm like if we'd had our can't win awards that would have not well there you I, go. I wouldn't have got it either because i didn't <laughs> right. i don't i don't think i saw it at yeah. the time but man that it, it's a it's a it's a bizarre amount of acting going on and you're like ah eh, anna pack right shut up it's easy. like true yeah, blood I know. lady whatever I know. but there's a lot of that movie that reminds me of uh ian mckellen in mr holmes yeah where he's just hanging out in a little old room yep. <laughs> and you're like and he's giving him how's he doing seminar. that right he's doing an right, acting right. seminar and it just looks like he's just sitting there and you're like right. no watch it again right. watch what he does yeah so uh anyway that movie is awesome <laughs> and uh and i was kind of surprised actually going through the list that i was surprised that that broke into the top 20 kind of i'd be a little i, I and then top 50 but and not, then i wasn't not top 20 and then but, i was yeah, that makes but, sense. but uh anyway it's uh really really good yeah. okay now uh 18 my 18 is brave yeah uh and I, cool. I don't know how much you have to talk about that so now i'm like sort of going in order i just realized because i'm pretty sure that that's 2012 um so i'm going in like a weird order yeah that's 2010 movie 2011 2012 yeah i'm pretty sure anyway that it brave is. is 2012 yeah 
so that's interesting, right? That movie for me, especially looking at the decade, that was a movie that I mean, I was I was completely blown away, and I already yeah. liked Pixar, <clears throat> right? Yeah. And I just that was a movie where I you know walked out of the movie, saw it again with my yeah. kids, saw it several times, whatever. Where I really started kind of looking at like Pixar in a different way, and it yeah. was 2012. And like I said, I already liked Pixar. Yeah. I already had Toy Story, and they already had like plenty of movies. But that was a movie where I just started thinking to myself, why aren't other people writing stories like this, yeah. right? Why can't regular movies like, and I'm like, well, they don't have like three and a half years to make a movie and change things. Right? <laughs> that, that <laughs> alters whatever, things little, right? But that makes it a little easier for them, especially, you know, if you look at the DVD and you see like all the deleted scenes and deleted openings, and this is where we were going at one point, and yeah. then it, you know, so I guess that's why because they have that luxury but i felt like brave brave has a special place in my heart and my memory because it was the thing that i had done locally for uh people on the autism spectrum there was a special screening and a series of things that i started right and it was fun to champion that and it turned out this was the first film so i have an incredible maelstrom of stuff that surrounds that as far as an experience anyway but i feel like I feel like that's when they turned a corner. Like that was with, with especially on like their DVD of like, how did we do things and right. how did things get made? And you argue there's a formula and of course there is a formula, but it just felt like that was, everything was almost like, you know, not easy, but effective. And then that was almost like a 400 level graduate course. Like it just right. took it to another dial and, and then it, just ran with it and it did I mean, it was and, great. and so. it was as much as pixar has always been good at this yeah. right and you know toy story story is not bad sure. at it any of their other movies aren't bad at it exactly <laughs> yeah but this movie had like this weird uh extra dose of kind of like a mr rogers effect yeah. right where it just was like so uh you know, thought kids were so smart. Yeah. It didn't have to, didn't you know, be explaining it. things yeah. over and over because you don't get it. Just stuff would happen. And everything like, seemed to work. And man. they're just like, yeah. kids will get it. Yeah. You know, you, you could just see there's like these soup people somewhere yeah. going, right. Ah, you have to have like another scene here right. where we tell we what just this. happened yeah. or whatever, you know? Um, the the girl has to run into her parents Meredith. and say everything that just happened oh, to yeah. her so that we have an explanation right. of what just happened. And no, it's right. just like look and Merida was a great kids are smart and they'll get it. And yeah, yeah she, and she was, was just she's she, just so she solid. Yeah. Um so that's your that's your 18. Yeah. Okay. Me. Um my 18, which was a little fun to see on a handful of small lists, is It Follows. It's a 2015 uh, yeah, yeah. low budget horror film that is a metaphor for all kinds of stuff, but it's most obviously a metaphor for, I guess it's sexually transmitted diseases, but it's, it's a really effective, not jump scare, suspenseful kind of spooky horror film that when I watched it, I was in like a weird lull of horror films. Cause I'm not afraid of a lot of things that people think people should be afraid of. But when I watched that, I kept thinking about it over and over again and thought it's really clever. And the more I thought about it, the more I remembered small things, which is, people would be driving old cars but they had flip phones that don't exist in technology right like there was a weird combination of making it no time and every time yeah it, it was, was so uh, thoughtful in a way that it was beyond thought it was weirdly purposefully confusing about yeah. when it happened and 
forget when this came out. But there's 2015. Yeah, there's one like you know 2014 or 2013 model car yep. amid a sea of we got all these like 70s, 80s yes. cars. The, the movie for me always felt very ethereal. It felt like when you're in a dream and you kind of know you're dreaming, but you're like maybe I'm not dreaming. And right. all of a sudden your feet are stuck to syrupy stairs, and you're like I'm dreaming. Right. I can't wake up. Like it just has a strange, a strange vibe to it. But it's a great film. Yeah. Uh, that's 18 for me. 17, that is, uh, just to you know, yeah. chime in, that's on my uh, bigger list. I'm not, I'm not sure if it's in the top 50. 50. Yeah, not sure. it, it's definitely in 100. That's the first of the 2015, like, rampants that's coming in. But uh, where it's all 2015. 17 for me is, out of the next year, it's 2016. Yeah, I love this movie. Is The Lobster. Uh, I, it, it was so weird. It was my introduction to your Rosalind the most. I didn't see Dogtooth yet. And obviously, I hadn't seen any of the other films because they hadn't made them yet. Right. But when I watched The Lobster, I was just amused and engaged, and just the creative hackles were always up because I had no clue what he was about to do. And I loved the world he was building. And part of me thought it would be great to live there. And I thought fearfully, like, no, absolutely not. That's the worst place to live. It's just such a strange film, and it's so fun to introduce it to other people and to either have them love it or hate it. But also a film that I thought about an awful lot. Oh yeah, I just I kept coming back to it over and over again. So that's my seventeen. Okay. Uh, yeah. So and just to, that is not in my top twenty. Yeah. Um, but it's really close. You're gonna. I'm gonna have a lot of films in my top twenty. Yeah. It's so it's it's really really close though. And I love that movie. And I just have to say as like a quick side note, yeah. uh, that is the movie that taught me to be really careful what you watch on a plane. Because I had not seen that movie yeah. until uh, I was on a plane and actually uh, flying to, to Ireland. Yeah. And I'm watching that movie on the plane when it's late and everyone's sleeping. And I'm watching that movie just going, yeah, right. I like look at this. This is amazing. This. And I'm just trapped there by myself with my headphones. I can't like interact with anyone or anything. And I'm like, oh my God, this yeah. is like the coolest thing. I remember you. And just be in stock. You need right. because there was a pile of stuff to watch, and you're like, I'd watch that one first, right? You know, and I'm like, all right, I'll do that. So, uh, all right, so uh, my 17 is Lego Movie because I got my two and cool. I got my two animated movies. Out of the way. Okay, right in a row. Um, that's cool. And the Lego Movie is is a weird thing. I guess a curious creature of my list, right? Because all kinds of movies, like right, yeah, at really early on, were in and out of my top twenty, yeah. um, and then pretty quickly in the whole affair, my top twenty was completely locked, right. Um, but the Lego Movie, every time I thought about it, I was like, it just has to be in my top twenty, yeah, right. Every time I was, I'm like, somewhere it's got to be in my top twenty, because it was because I remember walking out of the theater of that movie and just going. What happened? <laughs> right. I was going to see a certain thing, and it totally right. It yeah. was such a crazy uh, like shift or whatever, and uh, and it was so like awesome for everybody. Yeah. And like that was a movie that I remember it, the movie the most in the last like five years or something. That like when I was walking out of the theater, I like started looking around at people. Yeah, did you have that experience? Did other people yeah. see like this? Did this did it happen? Happen? And then all of a sudden, Will Ferrell is the dad. Did that mean to you what it meant to me? Because it makes the whole movie make 
sense now, right? Like, do you write that? And everyone's just like, oh, anything is possible. And they're singing, and I'm like, did you get it? Right. Do you get it? Yeah, right. All right, so that's my, uh, that's solid. That's my uh, 17, and my 16 is Inside Out. Yeah. So I got three in a row animated movies. That's cool. And uh, Inside Out that's a, that's is a great um, stretch right there. So, uh, like, there's a, there's a lot of lists, right? And the Lego movie is another one that surprised me, although I didn't mention it earlier, because I didn't see that on a lot of people's lists. I didn't see that. And I'm like, I didn't see really? Yeah. Even if, you know, you got it. I would give you if you have top heads, right? Yeah. You can't have everything. Sure. If you have like a top hundred list, you don't have the Lego movie. I don't know, man. It was nuts. Um, yeah. But Inside Out, as much as I just already talked about these animated movies, right? Yeah. Inside Out was still another level. Yeah. Even uh, like Beyond Brave. Like Inside Out was so cool that I wanted to like just strap my kids down and force them to watch it like a dozen times, right? It was so, so awesome. That's cool. And part of this that maybe is, you know, built into it and moves it up a little more is uh, just like my kids' reactions to it. Because they loved it so much that it was bonkers, you know? they And they loved it in a very, like, special way, right? right? Not like your average, this is the cartoon that's on the way. No, they they dialed into it. Yeah. Alright, so uh, that's my 17, so I gotta do 16. You gotta do 16. Oh no, wait, that's my 16. That is my 16. It is your 16, right? So now inside out here, my 16. Uh, 16 for me is, it's a, I'm not surprised it's on here, I just started thinking more about it. It's Manchester by the Sea. What I started thinking about is, and real quick, (coughs) Casey Affleck is in a certain genre movie that I love, and he's always great in it. Between a ghost story, which I softened on, between this, between Gone Baby Gone, he's in these films that have an overarching sadness and paralysis to them, and they never have a happy ending. Right. And he's just, for some strange reason, this New England guy that I know who sells it. Right. I, I thought about Manchester by the Sea for a long time after, mostly because of one scene that, I mean, at this point it was 2016, this shouldn't give too much away for anyone. When he tries to kill himself, and he does it so suddenly, that never left me. Right. And when he finally has to see his, his ex after, and they're trying to reconcile, and all he's doing is fighting back the frustration, the tears, the sadness, the, the rage, that never left either. Yeah. And I just, I love, I love that movie, even though I feel like it should be lower on the list. Like, I was a little surprised when I started comparing things, and I was like, no, actually, I, I, as far as all the criteria, this thing hit many of them, so... That was 16 for me. 15, I didn't see on anybody's list. Um, I saw it on one person's list. It's from 2015. I love The Big Short. Uh, I, I didn't stop thinking about The Big Short for almost a full year I later. I, saw I the, loved it. I saw The Big Short on, like, a few people. I didn't see it. I saw it on, a few, and I, I, looked at, I saw it on uh, not very many, for sure. And again, the other one, Manchester by the Sea, that's yeah. the one I mentioned at the beginning. That's yeah. like on no one's list. I know. Everybody loved it. I love it. Yeah. Now. Yeah. I mean, everyone was talking. Sure. It, was a, it was a big deal. Yeah. And the big short definitely was a big deal. And you want for it. Not on anywhere near enough people's right. list. Right. Yeah. But it's interesting. The, the big short was almost always overlooked in 2015 because of another film that may or may not be on your list, um, Spotlight. You know, Spotlight was always kicking around. And I think Spotlight some of the spotlight from it. But I, 
I love I love the big short. So that's my that's my fifteen. Okay. Uh, so my fifteen is uh, Drive. Which, that's interesting. Which I you a bunch of lists, but which you mentioned that as softening on a little bit. Yeah. Um, and that move that was my best of that year. Yeah. Uh, and I, I just love yeah, everything, that's cool. everything about that movie. And it's uh, it's such a odd. You know, like I like it's it's kind of a uh, modern day like man with no name is movie going on where he hardly says anything and yeah. And it was such a weird, like, kind of visceral thing happening for a lot of the movie. Mm-hmm. And, you, and, you know, usually visceral is not a positive for me, right? <laughs> so, but it, yeah. was, uh, it, it was just such a, it was such a ride. And uh, it's funny because what it reminds me of, what it reminded me of making this list was uh, my wife's reaction to Parasite. Mm-hmm. Where she said, or, you know, she's like, I hate that movie, yeah, and right. then all she does is list positive things yeah. about the movie and right. say that's why I hate it. But I basically had like the same reaction to Drive, right? Except that I liked it. Like, I mean, except that those are good things for Isn't me. It weird how many car movies pop up for a bunch of guys that don't really love cars, right? Like, there's a lot of racing and car films in the making of these lists, whether they're on the lists or not. Right? right. Car films everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's my 15. My 14 is Manchester by the Sea. Oh, that's cool. So we already did that. So yeah. Uh, let's see. For me, <coughs> sorry, I'm writing down your list as well. So I did Manchester. I did Big Short. 14 for me. Inside Lewin Davis from 2013. And I don't know if I can easily tell everybody why I love it. I just feel like I have to show it. Really. Yeah. I just have to show it to people and be like, if you get it, you're gonna love it. If it doesn't hit on you, if it's just boring, because it's a week in Lewin Davis's life, and he's obsessed with this freaking cat, and he's right. a musician, and he's got this angst, and there's all kinds of things that are working, but it's not even a slow simmer. It's, it's just, just, it's just, it's just there. And it's, it's just so Cohen. He's very cool with that. It's yeah. uh, that it's hard to explain it. Yeah, like all their movies are kind of hard to explain why they're good. You can give like maybe a synopsis yeah. of stuff, but. But why did you and love you it? Watch it, and it hits you. It hits well, and it's one of those things where I was looking over my list, and I went, "Oh, I got a Cohen film." Okay, all right. And so I, and so I, can, I, I, I feel it's strangely validating. So that was my fourteen. Thirteen for me also checks another list. It was the Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh wow, I love that movie so much. I went over the moon for that movie, um, which is funny. I was going to make a Moonrise Kingdom joke too, but that might or might not give something away. I, I just loved it. Right? I mean, Wes Anderson used to be hit or miss for me, and now it's always just hit. And it's right. not even just hit. It's bullseye, dead center, hit. Like I just, for some reason, I'm dialed into just loving whatever he throws on the screen. Right. And that was the combination for me to hit 13. So, yeah. that was so it's 13. So it's funny for me, and we're getting to where we have like about uh, nine minutes left in our hour, so we'll probably go over a little, and uh, yeah. you know, it doesn't really matter if we go over, but we want to try not to uh, go over too much and make this too long. But I do want to say it, it's, uh, it was hilarious for me because either last week or the week before, we were talking about liking movies and then not liking other movies, yeah. and, and you were like, you know, if you like Moonrise Kingdom and don't like Grand Budapest Hotel, right? What kind of sense does that make? Right. And, I, and I didn't say anything at the time, but I was like, "Wait, that's me. That's me. I know it's you." Because uh, Moonrise Kingdom uh, is, it, is not in my top twenty, yeah. but it's pretty close. It's amazing, right? Yeah. Um, and Grand Budapest Hotel is just not. It's in your hundred. It's just I just. 
2016 is Parasite. Oh. And uh, I really struggled with that a lot because I'm like, man, top 20. And then, but so at some point, right, like I'm, I said at the beginning, I'm trying not to have newer movies, uh, trying to make it harder and everything for newer movies to get in. But I'm like, at some point, it is a year in this decade. Right? <laughs> I mean, it was good and it needs to have. And just because you're in it doesn't mean you're going to win a lot of Oscars. Yeah, you're not going to. Yeah. I can't just go, look, 2019, you get no movies, no matter what you made. Right? Right. Just 20, yeah. you get 20. Just yeah. because yeah. my bias of, that's you know, good. whatever. No, that's good. Um, but I thought, when I was thinking when I was thinking about exactly where to put this and things like that, and I'm like, ah, it's like brand new. And, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I won a bunch of Oscars. Look at all these other movies that won Best Picture. Nobody cares about that. Right. Years later, right? Right. But uh, one one big thing for me was like, you know, in five years, like, I'm gonna watch this movie every yeah. once in a while, right? and maybe I predict wrong, but I think that's my prediction right. anyway. Right. Um, so anyway, Parasite, and uh, you know, go check out our review of that if you yeah. want more. That was a fun. We just did that, that, right? That was fun. Um, and well, number twelve for me is Francis Ha. I yeah. I'm so stunned that's not in your top 10, but I'm not surprised it's in your top 20. Yeah. Uh, man, your top 10 is going to be fun then. God, I do love that movie so I much. I love Francis Hawk. Yeah. And not only that, but, uh, you know, not to over-talk about the fact that I don't rewatch movies, because I rewatch movies. I mean, I've seen, well, like, I've seen The Holy Grail like 50 times or something, right? I rewatch them. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, but movies that, but a lot of movies, even if I'll rewatch them, man, I gotta be in the mood for it. Yeah, I know. And I'm like, I want to rewatch this at some point. Yeah. But like, I want to see this movie or whatever. Yeah. I want to watch it again. But, uh, but then there are different movies where it's just like, anytime you say it, like, yeah. it doesn't matter what we are in, let's do it. Like, throw that in, I'm yeah. there. And Francis Ha is one of those movies. Yeah. Like, I just could watch that all day long. And, uh, in that movie, like, Greta Gerwig is so good. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I can't, I can't, I'm not even going to just go along. And well, it's funny, there's a, there's a few, I really movies. love that movie, just, uh, one of the things that I really love is just, like, conversations, and it's yeah. sort of the same with, uh, like, Inside Lewin Davis, yeah, and why is it good? It's almost like if you, in real life, no moviness to it, if you are in a really good conversation, yeah. And then at the end of it, you're like, you know, it's like two hours later and you go, and that was just like a great, right. like, talk. And then someone goes, okay, tell me why. Yeah. And you're like, you're like what? what? <laughs> like, there. Yeah. Francis Hahn is one of the small handful of films that are very marked. Like, yeah. when, I, when I think of you, when I tell people, they're like, what kind of films does he like? I'm like, when I think of Mark, I think of Greta Gerwig's things. I think of like Francis Hahn. He loves it. I think of Equilibrium, which is the first yeah. movie we ever talked about. Like, there are certain touchstones. I knew Francis Howe was coming. This was the only thing I had to do was make sure it was in the decade. Right. I'm like, if it was 29, I'm still going to sneak this right. in. But anyway. I, I do have a movie and I, and I actually want to say this because I want to explain just like super fast. Yeah. Uh, right. It doesn't matter for our top 20, but in our top 100, in my top 100 is a movie and it's like way at the bottom. I think it's like 98 or 99 mm-hmm. or something. But there's a movie called uh, Untitled and it came out. It's got uh What's his name? Adam Goldberg. Oh yeah, the, it's Adam Goldberg. Yeah, and it's uh, it's like this art scene movie, or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it technically came out because it was at oh, right. because it was at a like tell 
2009. In 2009. Yeah. But there's no way anyone could have seen it until like months and months later. Right. So I'm like, no, nah, that counts. Like nobody could have actually watched it except for people like this one thing. Yeah. Right. So it counts because right. it didn't really come out. And and a lot of movies do that, but this is like such a small. If you would skip seeing Saving Private Ryan until this year, right? Sorry, that doesn't matter. <laughs> but yeah, sometimes the release dates for stuff is all messed up. You right on that old. So uh, anyway, um, so that's I'm I'm good, right? That's my twelve. That's your. Is that your twelve? Oh my God, it is. That is your twelve. All right, my twelve. We can do this one quick. It's a Lego movie. Oh, cool. Okay. It's it's the same thing. I, I couldn't believe how strong I was and how well it landed, how everything was funny. And it's weird to think back on Lego movies being everywhere now. Right. And, and all the jokes they force in every thirty three seconds, you know, but there you go. Uh, eleven for me isn't gonna be on your list. It was from twenty fifteen, that's why I know. It was Sicario. Oh yeah. I love I love Sicario. That was uh for Denis Villeneuve to, to make another film, which then elevated him to being like, now I'm watching everything you're doing. Right. Like, again, you're bullseye and everything. There was something about that film when every, everybody else found faults, didn't engage them in the same way. Nothing about that film was wrong for me. It was just right. so weirdly gritty and rough and truthful and exciting. So that was the movie, uh, you know, just like full disclosure. Yeah. Uh, I really liked that movie too, but. Here's a weird thing with that movie. That movie, I think, when I first threw movies together, right, that was probably somewhere in, like, the 30s, right? Yeah. And the longer my list went on, the more that just, like, slid down. Yeah, I was away. I don't know. off. Yeah. Because I just kept thinking about that movie, and I'm like, man, I really did like it, but there were others I don't know. Like, whatever. You know, just, uh, so anyway, that is great. That makes sense. But that's, that's my two. That's my uh, 12 and 11. Oh, that's your 11? Yeah, just, just missed the top ten. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my eleven is her, which uh, I was. I'm surprised that's there. I was a little pissed, interesting, frankly, uh, having to put a movie with him. So soon after John and list. Yeah, uh, it's not even so soon after Joker. I'll tell you what. It's so soon after he was on David Letterman. Because he's still got like another 30 years yeah, after that. For me, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're so spiteful. I love it though. I, I respect it. Uh, but yeah, I just, I yeah. can't, I can't stand the fact, frankly, that I don't look back. That he just, that he just all of a sudden, right? Like, he spends like a year and a half being insane. Yeah. And then all of a sudden one day he just goes, all right, now I'm going to be an actor again. And uh, here I'm making a movie, so treat me seriously. And I'm like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> that that, that ain't awesome. It. I love it. Anyway, uh, but it did kind of uh, piss me off. Yeah. But it was funny because I, I think I, I like listened to, uh, or I went back and listened to when we did this movie yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And I had completely forgotten the whole thing about Scarlett Johansson uh, showing up after the fact. Right, right, like the whole the film was all completely and totally done. Right, and then they hire Scarlett Johansson yeah. to uh, be the voice. Somebody else was the voice, uh, so it's not like he's just talking to himself the whole time. Right. He's actually talking to a voice, like happens in the movie. It's just there was a different person, and then they just shove her in uh, to redo all the lines. Yeah. I'm like, why did for that? Yeah. Uh, anyway, but I just loved that movie, and um, it's cool. I loved. Uh, I I loved pretty much. 
analytic sense that uh, it was doing such crazy things and didn't care if you liked it at all. Yeah, it was going to do what it wanted. It was just like, this is what's happening and whatever, you know, the formula says I have to zig here and I'm just not gonna. Yeah, right? and I, you know, I really, really respected the movie for that and it was, uh, I don't know, man, I just, I really, really uh, liked it. So I got to do, you got to do 10. My 10 is another movie from 2010, hmm. and uh, it's only my number two movie of 2010, so yeah. get on board for that. So there's another 2010 movie yeah. coming, right? Um, but it's certified copy. It's uh, a Julia Binoche movie where uh, the, the, the whole movie is uh, her and this guy talking to each other. Uh, and you don't know if they know each other, if yeah. they don't know each other. Like, they kind of meet and start having conversations, and it seems at first like they don't know each other at all. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're talking, and it seems like they do know each other. Right. And, the, and what is happening in front of you changes like so many times all through the movie because like at certain points you're like are they married right and doing like they let's pretend, pretend we don't know each other and then we'll flirt with each other thing right do they actually not know each other and they're just going to you know one of them says i'm just going to talk to you like i've known you forever and see what happens and it's just like that and it's julia Binoche, and she is like at her best she's great and she yeah. is uh, so anyway, that's uh, that's my ten. ten. My ten. So now we we've, we've broken into. Now this is where it is, and it's funny. On my list, I actually have a hard line between a top ten and hard line now at the bottom ten. So sure, we're serious. Uh, ten for me is brave. And, oh wow! And again, like when I was commenting on yours, it's it's as high as it is, partially because of the emotional attachment and all the work that I did, but it also was just sure. solid. So maybe my, we yeah, we've already talked about it, but I, I will say I'm kind of surprised uh, that that is above the Lego movie for you because I guess Brave is just like a long time ago. Yeah. And so I don't remember like, you know, real specific things, but yeah. I remember when the Lego movie came out and you were like, this is the greatest movie, right? Actually, grand. Not that you're wrong, but you like really loved it. The thing that pushes it, I mean, again, the Lego movie's 12 and Brave is 10. And right, the one thing that made it from my list was my ex-girlfriend's kid. My, you know, and all the ethereal that he had. My, my personal push. It would be like, oh yeah, that was the day we had that great barbecue. And remember I won that $500 scratch card today? And I found my old shoes. And, you know, just the weird enough little things that pushed and kept it. So I don't even know if nine is anywhere near your list. Uh, but it was the first of the 2018 films. It was Black Landsman. Oh, wow, no. Black Clan at all. So much fun for me. And I spent so much time thinking about them after the movie was done, laughing about the film, wondering how all of these things went. I, right. Black Clansman just did it for me. So, yeah, and, that's and I, I, you know, I like that movie, and uh, it was good. It had, for me, I remember when we, you know, did it yeah. uh, on the show, and I had problems with it. And I remember... And uh, and I really liked it though. Yeah, it's it's definitely a good movie, it, and it's probably I don't have any objective measure of this, but it's probably the movie that uh, like of that year, especially that I you know rated the low. 
going through this list, when I'm making the list, I would look at all these movies and go, oh, that's going to be on his list, or that's going to be on your way high. Probably the same thing. Maybe, maybe it won't be even in the top 20, but I'm like, oh, he's going to put that way higher or whatever. Right. And Black Klansman is not one that skipped, jumped out at me yeah. as, you know, that's right. definitely going to be that high. All right, so that was nine. You're and nine. so now I'm on my nine. My nine is uh, The Imitation Game. Yeah. Which was... Uh, my number one for the year, and uh, not not really close. There wasn't like a, there wasn't a lot of other competition where I was like, I don't know, number one could be this or that. Like right. I, the imitation game was just so awesome. Yeah, and one of the best things about it for me uh, that stands out at this point now is uh, you know Benedict Cumberbatch uh, was awesome in it. Everyone in it was awesome. Great. Um, but one of the things that stood out was it was the it was the movie that I can remember right that seems almost like a play, and yet it's in a good way. Yeah, because that's almost always in a bad way. Right? <laughs> because, yeah, absolutely. If, if it reminds you in any way of like a stage performance, yeah, that's bad. But this one kind of did, right? And it was good. It was, good. It was like a good thing about it. So I don't know. It was, it was there's a lot going on, and they juggle all of it effectively. Right? There's touring, and there's the code breaking, there's the drama, there's the bureaucracy, there's the interpersonal team, all kinds of stuff. And it would have been easy to get lost on any of it, right? And they don't at all. All right, and I got to do eight. You got to do eight. Uh, my eight is Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, wow, that's interesting. Uh, because that's that cool. that was kind of another one. Yeah, right. Yeah, that was kind of another one because it was it was my number one of the year. Yeah, and it might have been closer. Uh, yeah. In a year, and yet at the same time, it kind of so it kind of wasn't close. You know, it was. Uh, man, it just stood out that year. Yeah, it was such a weirdly. There were scary. lots of things that I. That I liked that year or whatever, but yeah. it, was, it was big. And plus, it was it was kind of like uh, genre changing. Yeah, I mean, was. it was something that threw itself really quickly into uh, you know general com- communal consciousness or whatever, like really quickly, yeah. right? Um, when it's such a strange thing that it's this movie from forever ago, mm-hmm. and yet you can make it cool enough and new enough and whatever and it just did a lot of stuff that um you know anyone would have told him don't do it that way and like any anyone in the business would have said yeah you know don't do you can't can't do that with it right and he he did it anyway and it was way better and he was like no look i know what i'm doing it's the happy feet guy and it was you know (laughs) george miller right right like he can so I did uh, two that's right. Yeah. So that's my eight. My eight is the favorite. Uh, the only other film from 2018. I mean, I mean, at this point now, I'm almost like just saying, well, this was my number one from that year. Right. I mean, the favorite is just incredible. It's, if you don't like films like that, you're probably not going to like it. But if you have any ability to like a, a period piece film, just listen to the dialogue. It's so funny and it's interesting. Right. And the performances are solid. There's not a bad thing to be said about it. And it's, because uh, we were already talking about the lot.
her, and I've liked her efforts, but that was almost, when I saw it, I'm like, wow, the person that you have been and the person you're going to be just converged, and now you're this thing that's working on every level. Everything works. And there's one small thing I hated about the film, but it was so small. It, it's just so solid, and every year, I always think about Lady Bird because of the lists that we've done and how surprising I was the year that it came out. It was so high on it. So, Lady right. Bird for me, that's seven. Um, wait, no, that's up to you. You gotta do your seven. <laughs> oh, it's back to me. Um, okay, uh, wait, that was fast. Yeah, two. I did two. Wow, okay. Oh, that's right, you did. Um, okay, my seven is, uh, and it's a great segue, uh, because my seven is Little Women. Right. So, there you go. Greta Gerwig. Gerwig. And, uh, my, uh, pick for number one of the year. Uh, yeah, so, right, that. There you go. If the number one movie of last year can't get in, then, right, then there's something wrong with us. It's pretty good. Um, but yeah, I just loved it. And we, you know, we've talked about this movie extensively, but I just love the fact that, you know, she she put like a little bit of ladybird yeah, on top of little women, you know, and, uh, and tried to do something with it, right? Because uh, there's nothing I hate worse in a movie than uh, somebody who's going to direct it and, you know, I like basically like Chris Columbus it, right? Right. Where you just make, you know, the safest, sure. most obvious adaptation of something and don't necessarily do anything with it. And if you're making Little Women for like the 27th time that it's been made, man, there's nothing I want to see less than just like, Page for page, yeah. you know, translation of maybe I've yeah. seen a million other times. Greta should do the next to Star is Born and see if she can't spin that into something you like. That's not gonna that would be fun for me. I would, I would, you'd give it a consideration. Instantly, yeah, correct. Um, okay, my number six is Anna Karenina. Yeah, which uh, we had a blast going out. Just on. kind of rocked my world. Yeah, I remember. Um, and I've only watched it. This is like the horrible thing. I've only watched it once. Really? Since the original time. I mean, it's like really once more, right? right. Uh, I've only watched it once since the original time. And it's just, it's one of those things that you know, it's just always a little bit lower on the pile. Yeah. Then I can like get to like watching again. Yeah. Uh, but it's so, uh, it, it's in a way very much like Little Women, right? Because it's like, but let's do something totally different with what's going on. Yeah. And, and uh, anyway, I loved it. The first 15 or 20 minutes of Anna Karenina were so exciting because I, the same way, I'm like, whoa, whoa wait a minute. Right. Floating backdrops. What is happening scenes. This is such an incredibly interesting way to tell an old, old, familiar story. And they kind of stopped doing that. But man, if, if your job is to hook an audience member into sitting for two hours, that's the way to do it, right? With something like that. So, uh, all right. So that was uh, that so was six. My six is Knives Out. Oh, wow, and that's pretty high. Knives Out, especially for something so recent. Yeah, I I agree with you. I weighed um, any film from 2019. And you have to add this three point, You have to have like all 2019 movies left on your list for Knives Out to yeah. be like that high because. Knives Out wasn't your top movie, right? No. So, like, everything else that was on your 2019 list has 
surprising ones, which you're not going to be that surprised, is number five, The Avengers. Oh, wow. I love The Avengers. I, I am surprised that it's that I loved it. I know you are. I loved it. Uh, I loved it, and I loved it. And when I was looking at things and sliding it around, there were reasons why I like it more than Brave. There are reasons why I like it more than Knives Out. You know, it, it, I just remember looking back on things and feeling like such a weird culmination of fanboy comic book love anticipation and that was just so much fun for me yeah and again it isn't just about the movie for me it's how often do i think about it how often do i want to rewatch it did it have the originality isn't really there but like what did it do to me after watching it how much excitement did i have before watching it was it a letdown you know there are all those things for me it's not just the film it was all these things that came after so that was that's my number five that was your point so that's another one that i should say so um the avengers is pretty high on my big list yeah. right it's uh 80 yes 90 it's definitely in the top 50 oh um, yeah okay that's cool but it's uh, it's not in my top 20 but yeah. it's definitely pretty high up there in my top 50 because i loved it too yeah right um, we had a blast watching that i i didn't i didn't like anything that followed anywhere near as much as i like that one right yeah but that's another one that i should uh i, I gotta throw out with all my stuff from the very beginning of the show because yeah. i saw black panther on a lot of people's lists and no avengers top 13 right it was like no the avengers yeah. i'm like in this decade you've got black panther and not the avengers right. like goodbye right then you're done i know what your list is uh, yeah anyway so, right, you're five uh all right my number five is black swan which yeah. is 2010 and i had a lot of lists and that was my uh big one and i remember it. i didn't see that on enough List. No, I didn't see it on that many lists. This, I, I think I saw like a couple. Yeah, this is I trust the people whose name I know and I understand right. why they review what they did. That was top right. ten every single uh, time. So that that was my number one of the year, and it was uh, insanely good. Yeah, and I loved everything about it, and uh, I was kind of surprised because it was another movie that, like, going into the cast, yeah. uh, you know, right. I'm like. Uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, okay, right. right. Uh, but it was it was amazing. It. Yeah. Uh, so if you're if you're looking for some older movies to go back to, um, and okay, so number four is Lady Bird. So that's cool. we already uh, we already talked about yeah. that. But um, that was that's another one. Go check out our our podcast for that one because that was such a great movie. And uh, and like you said, it's just you know every everything that happens. And I remember. Uh, specifically when we, we reviewed it, one of my big things, and it's still the same big thing, uh, going back to that movie, is just like, everything that happens, I know why I'm watching it. I know why you're putting this in. Yeah. I, I know why you're putting this in. It's like an actual decision. <laughs> right. It's not just like, ah, somebody came up with a couple of gags, we have to fit them in. Or this is whatever. This is exactly right, right. right. No, it's not going to be another scene with this. No, it's all right. purpose. Yeah. Uh, all right, so that's, so that's uh, yours. Yeah, so so four. four for me might be the last surprise I have on here. Uh, it's from 2013, and it was Prisoners, the Denny Villeneuve first that's film. totally a surprise to me. I know that you love that movie, and I'm like, I looked at that movie several times. Um, I, don't, I don't think it's even in my top 100, um, but it's, all, it, it's definitely in my 155 giganticness, right? Um, but I don't think it's in my top 100 yeah. ever. And, uh, I, you know, it's another one that just kept falling down. Mm-hmm. You never, you never crap on it. You, you liked it. I loved it. I've talked about it.
did, and it just didn't hit them as much. It, without sounding hyperbolic, it haunted me. Right. Like, it truly, like, the ending of that film and the process to getting there, like, the last 40 minutes, I never forgot it, and it just chills me, and in a good way. So, that keeps coming in or out, but I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm actually just going to say real quick, Alan, we're not ignoring you. Uh, we are ignoring you, actually, but uh, we see you. But we uh, see you trying to call him, but I think really we're just, I don't know, at, at this point, we're just going to try and wrap up really fast and get out of here. That was my that was my big surprise um, for number four. That's totally a surprise. Number three is the last film from the recent stuff is Parasite. I love oh, Parasite. Yeah. I love Parasite that much. And if you want to really know why, you can totally listen to everything we just did like two weeks ago on right. But um, I, I kept trying to whittle things down and thinking. And as much as I love Prisoners, it, it, Parasite has a different feeling for a bunch of different reasons. Sure, so that's three for me. Okay, uh, so my three is about time. Yeah, which is I wonder uh, if this was gonna really like aside from your personal investment to it. I'm pretty sure that's uh, 2011. Yeah, uh, I gotta yeah. say, but that was on my list. Uh, and not only right is uh, is does I deserve to be so high? It's kind of weird, but story. more more than yeah, it's it, it's weird like me. Right, it's no, that is not a Francis This is why I didn't want to say because I didn't want to tip the hand. That it was right, right. Like, that is also one of the films I think of you. Right, and yeah. and that movie also has the benefit over a lot of other movies. I mean, it was going to be high no matter what. Yeah, right, um, because I love that movie so much. But it has the benefit over certain other movies that I've probably watched that like ten times. Oh yeah, twenty eleven. So another film. So it's like right there. Yeah, right, in my mind, comparatively speaking, anyway. Right, <laughs> but it's. Uh, um, but man, if you still haven't seen that, that is that is one of the movies that I say to people all the time. Um, yeah. Because you know what I get asked yeah. every time I meet someone or whatever yeah. is, "What's the best movie ever?" Sure, right? And you're like, "Hey, I got that right now." And, and so I, I try to avoid answering that question, right? Because my answer is Jesus Montreal, and that does nothing for anyone. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so instead of my favorite movie of all time, or like the best movie of all time, here's a movie that you never heard of, right? that is awesome, or yeah. whatever, and so I'll tell people to see this, because still no one's ever heard of it, right? <laughs> I know, yeah. It's like years and years later, no yeah. one knows what it is, and if they vaguely have an idea of it, they're like, that's so weird, that's so weird. Yeah. 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 So they're like, yeah, 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 and another one of the small, short list of films that the first 15 or 20 minutes is so original, built up Sit right. down, you're in a you're in a real fun ride, right? And it's going to show you how. And that you know the best thing if you're talking about like movies trying to win a person over or whatever. Right. Yeah. This movie, there's like a thousand different ways you could have the same first fifty minutes of this movie. Yeah. Right. And and then at the end you go, oh, right. Whatever. And this movie like so bizarrely nails the end for me. Yeah. That there's actually this is the kind of movie where. You get movies like this a lot, where somebody has like some pitch idea, and someone goes, "Okay, go make it." You have six weeks, and they go, "I didn't think about it." Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so that's mine. So am I? Uh, you're at number two. Uh, I'm at three, so I'm, I got to do two. Yeah. Okay. My two is La La Land. Yeah. Which is the uh, one that I said like that, and that was your number that, one from a couple years ago. That movie is so left out of people's list that I. Uh, that yeah. one I really don't get. Yeah. Because everybody loved that movie yeah. at the time. Everyone was talking about that movie. Yeah. And now all of a sudden it's not even among the best. Yeah, 
great year that was between La La Land, Moonlight, The Florida Project, like all those like solid films that are on my list, but not on my list. Right, right. You know, they're there, but um, all right. So you're two. So my number two was The Social Network from 2010. Oh, shut your face. Loved it. You're totally lying. 100%. I love oh, David Fincher. I love David Fincher. I love that movie. I, I thought about it a lot. I had such a blast with it. And for me, that hit all the right numbers for me, too. Wow. You're, you're I'm telling you. I'm telling you the truth. That was, that was another movie that... That was another movie that stood out to, love to me watching. Like, that's on everybody's list. And I'm like, that's not on a few lists. You're all insane. No, I love it. Oh, so I hated that movie. Well, we'll see if the number... That, that movie could have easily been on my worst list if I made it long enough. I can't stand that one. That's I, fine. I don't know what everyone gets out of that movie, especially because like, there's ultimately no point to it at all. There's no, it's not about anything. If we had made a documentary, I would go... Well, yeah, yeah, all right, fine with that. For me, David Fincher, I've always liked David Fincher. I've always loved Aaron Sorkin. You know, the cast was fine. The, the music, just everything for me worked on that. The, ca- the cast was good. The cast was good. And, uh, and not only was uh, Jesse Eisenberg good, yeah. but it was a little risky. Sure. To like mix then. up that role for him then, yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, because it's a while ago. That was 2010. It was 2010. I mean, it's a while ago, and... Uh, and you know he's he's playing such a dick. That someone we well sorry and and, and and someone who's big and everything. And yeah. Not like no one accepts the fact that Mark Zuckerberg is a dick or anything. But he's but he's just playing such a dick. And you get in the wrong role with that. Yeah. Right. All of a sudden, you know, fan wise, right? I don't know about studio wise and getting jobs wise, but fan wise, like you know, everyone might. You know, people translate that right to you, and then they don't like you anymore, right? Because you know, you play pitch man, you did it too well. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he was definitely really good in it. So, anyway, I, I didn't like that. Of all my films on here, even even a couple questionable ones, I knew that would be the one you're grown the most at. This well, one, this one, whatever for you, but my number one, my number one film was Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, yeah, that's understandable. Totally, totally. I saw the preview for it. And, you know, I was like, okay, uh, you know, this is like Lethal Weapon 7. Sure. We'll go and things will blow up and there'll be things moving. And, okay. It's an amazingly, and I get the criticism where it's just people driving around. You know, but there's a lot of stuff going on there. It changed the genre. It's, it is, took a lot of things by storm. I mean, it wound up being nominated for Best Picture. George Miller got Best nominated for Best Director. These things, it, it was the monkey
it got the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. It got the benefit of like surprising us into like a better rating. Right. Uh, probably. Yeah. Right. And until, until I think it was we had, we had such low expectations. It did. And then all of a sudden it was awesome. And I remember when we saw it and like about 20 minutes in, like we just kind of looked at yeah, each other. Right. I remember that and just being like, and we were like, well, uh, what's that? <laughs> what is this the best film I've seen this year? Right. You know, yeah. Uh, it was, yeah, so it was great. But not only that, it's a movie where, uh, you know, it's got like another like step. No matter how good it is, it's like you almost want to read the novelization of it. Yeah, right. Like if like it was something like Doom, right? Because there's actually so much going on. Yeah, and there's you know there's all these layers that you don't notice or pay attention to, and they're sort of you know obviously done yeah. to a certain extent but you're like man i wish this was like a book i could read it's a screen there's so much going on and there's all these interesting things you know it's not just the names of like the, the milk mothers right all the town like just obvious things that almost feel like magnetic poetry but when you're watching the film and everything starts unfolding and it's not just like the greatest action film we've seen in a while it's an interesting feminist story. There's an allegory here. There's metaphors everywhere. Like it's, it's exciting because it's working on all kinds of different visceral, intellectual, and emotional levels. And then it's just really fun to watch, and it doesn't slow down. Like one of my best things in ever complimenting like most James Cameron movies is you know there's an introduction, there are characters, there's development, and then something happens for action, and he doesn't take his foot off your throat for 35 minutes nonstop. Right, and Mad Max Fury Road just like eventually says, "Okay, we gotta let him breathe a little." Right, in a minute, and then yeah. guess what? We're gonna start back up again, and you're like, "I can't take this." Thing. And it doesn't, uh, it doesn't explain anything about its world to you. It just lives, it just lives its world. Yeah, except the characters. Uh, one of the things that I think is the greatest is uh, one problem that I have with virtually all sci-fi or fantasy movies. Right, mm-hmm. is that you're trying to get in. The, in the world, right? Yeah. And people do things because they have to tell you, right? Because the audience has to know or whatever. But then you like think about it for a second or whatever, and you're like, that person living in this world would never do that. Right. I gotta take the hallway. You yeah, you don't walk around on these stairs anymore. You don't like, walk around and go, this is a chair I'm sitting right. in or <laughs> I'm gonna relax in my three neons and how this like, works. Yeah. Anyway. And this and, and that movie does it just no, goes. It's it's just this is what we got. It just goes. This is what a person in a situation in this world would do, and so that's what they do. And if you don't understand it, that's too bad. Right. Like, Catch up. Follow it. Or already had. Yeah. Uh, all right. Anyway, my number one movie is the favorite. So that uh, which you, I'm sure, already wrote down yeah, because it was writing the first Yeah. Right. You had to be coming. Uh, that that movie for me, and and man, after trying to ingest the whole decade of movies or whatever, you know, what it ultimately came down to is I love that movie. I, I loved basically everything about it. Uh, Yorgos Lanthimos can't be on my list more, except that actually he can because you know, the killing of the sacred deer could have been on, on it, but I just think, you know. I didn't have the same thing. It's still good, yeah. right? But it wasn't, you know, quite there. But he could not be more the guy that I want to see his next 10 movies or whatever. Oh, right? man, I can't wait. Um, but then, doing all this just infinite thinking about movies, it was the movie of the decade of all these movies that I loved. It was the movie of the decade that was the 
level, right? It was a movie of just showing what movies could do. And by the time you get to the end, by the time you get to like the last 40 minutes, maybe half hour or something, yeah. when things really start happening, it's uh, it's like it reminds me of there's a certain book series, and uh, I won't even you know go into that detail. But there's a certain book series where in like the fourth or fifth book, right, something happens where when I'm reading this book, literally when I was reading the book, yeah. uh, something happens in like the fourth fourth or fifth book where I literally like threw the book down and went shut the hell up, right? No, this is now, and uh, and you can't do that unless you read the first four books, right? No, oh, that can't happen in the first book, or you'd go, oh, well, man, wow, like, it would still be a thing, right? Right, but it's not, yeah, and this movie is the most, there's like four or five different things that happen towards the end of this movie where you're just like, holy shit, yeah, like, I can't believe that this movie actually earned that, yeah, and, and was able to deliver it, yeah, and, and did that, yeah. And it's only a movie long, yeah. And right, you know the uh, the way that it just makes everything come together, and uh, everyone in it. So they're so solid. Everybody's doing the best work. Yeah. No, there's never there's never a moment in my mind to complain that that's number one on anyone's list. If I see it on the list, I'm like, great, I got it. I, yeah. I hear you. That's fine. That works for me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, this is a blast. So now we should get out of here. But I got to tell you. Um, yeah, the most fun for me, and this is this is awesome, and it's cool that there's uh, surprising movies for you. But like I said at the beginning, most fun for me ultimately was like the bottom half. Yeah, like figuring out why does that get to be a hundred, right? And even though I hate doing that, I hate less. But just looking at that movie and trying to think of them having like a you know battle, movie battle, and, right. and trying to go yeah. that one is. 99. No, it's right. not. It's taken eight years to get you here, but you're going to be a list lover on the next eight. I, I, just, I just think it's cool. I, I think it's cool because, and, and I say this a lot, but every year you go try to seek out people's top 10 lists. Yeah. You're just all the same. Yeah. I want to see everyone's 11, 20 lists. Right. Because hopefully I just there it. will be a lot of different stuff. Yeah. And not every list will look the same. Right. Which is why I try to. Uh, every year throw in you know at yeah. least some indie or things that happen or whatever um but it's like that next 10 of the list it's like the bottom part of the list where now all of a sudden everyone's different yeah and every list is yeah. unique to you know a person that that's where like the action is. uh anyway okay that has uh, taken way long enough so thanks for tuning in uh, i hope this worked well uh, somebody did mention something about the sound. Yeah, um, about so at least there is some sound. Right. <laughs> right. So at least, uh, because we have done that. We have, uh, done, that. We have done that where uh, we did a whole show and then it turned out that nothing was ever happening. Yeah, and uh, that was uh, a really long time ago at this point. But anyway, uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, and if you're listening to us on the podcast, please share and subscribe, rate us on iTunes, all that stuff. And uh, like I said, be sure to go check out. It's not up yet, right? But uh, because it's long. Yeah. It's good and it's crazy. I'm looking at it right now. Um, but within the next couple of days, uh, I will have my full list. It's 155 total movies, but really it's going to be 100. So it's good, you know, cut that out. Carry that around with you, man. And if you, know, you, you, you don't know, know, right? If you don't know a movie, yeah. hey, you gotta be thirty-five. You haven't seen a lot of these, so I think I'm just gonna text you a lot. And be like, this should be 